welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. Join your host, Rhonda Arl and Laura Forehand. We want to help you as teachers reach your full potential by keeping you up to date with all the latest and best Whole Brain Teaching strategies. Whole Brain Teaching is a grassroots educational reform movement founded by Coach Chris Biffle, Jay Vanderfin, and Chris Rexstad. Whole Brain Teaching's goal is to create peaceful classrooms through orderly fun. To support the podcast, please like and share with other teachers. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. And now, here are Laura and Rhonda. Welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. I'm Laura Forehand. I am one of your co-hosts. I'm so happy to be here today. Hello, everyone. I'm your other co-host, Rhonda Arlt, and we are so excited to have Coach B back on with us on this podcast. And today he's going to be talking about a three-step staircase to teacher heaven. Welcome back, Coach. Ladies, I am so glad to be here I've got to get this off my chest. I haven't shared it anywhere. Here's the situation, my good friends. So I've finished the 400-page second edition of Whole Brain Teaching for Challenging Kids. And because of the two of you and my colleagues around the world, we've sold 100,000 copies. Now, you've got to put that in context for a college professor to write a book publishers are thrilled if you can sell five to seven thousand copies so a hundred thousand copies of a teaching book is success beyond our dreams and it's all because of my colleagues what do i know about teaching i was just spent 40 years lecturing so here's my situation i finished the big book and it lays out all of the new strategies, over 100 illustrations, my friends, ready to use in the classroom. Before I go any further, Laura, tell me how excited you are to read the second edition, massively upgraded of the first edition, which did so well. I am really excited and I'm really excited about all these illustrations because I think it's going to give teachers a, a look of what they need maybe to start producing in their classrooms. So I think it's going to be amazing, Coach. And as you know, Rhonda, no one can beat our prices. We've got 100 illustrations. They'll be in Google Slides 100% for free. Rhonda, speaking for teachers everywhere, explain how you love the sale of sales, Rhonda. Absolutely, Coach. I love that everything that you offer is free. It's just, it's so refreshing as a teacher because we spend a lot of our own money. But I mean, your stuff is so good, I'd pay for it. But I appreciate that you're offering it free. Here's what they've said to us, and I know they've said it to you. You know, if you charge for all of your ebooks, people would appreciate it more. And our answer is straightforward. When we're in a conference, the last, the last thing we want to do is to talk to customers, not colleagues. 
When you're talking to colleagues, people trust you because you're not saying, in the foyer, you will find the CD and um, the ebook and the this and the that and the t-shirt and the mug. We have a conference in Las Vegas, I'm proud to say, over 2,000 teachers, three days. The price for such a thing would be minimum $300. And we didn't charge a nickel. People wanted mugs. We said, go online, <laughs> buy a mug yourself. We left $600,000 on the table. And every penny of it was worth it because... We're teaching colleagues, not customers. Laura, you've never had dollar signs in your eyes, but explain how happy you are that none of your brothers and sisters in whole brain teaching are trying to figure out a way to make an extra buck. I agree, Coach. And I was at that Las Vegas conference. Rhonda was there too. And you never like promoted the, your book at that point. I mean, you didn't. You 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 want to help teachers. And I think that's the thing that I admire so much about you is that, you know, you could be making so much off of books and things on Teachers Pay Teachers. And yet you choose, you know, to to have a heart for teachers and help them rather than having them just dig deeper into their pocketbooks. It's been a simple choice, ladies. My Alpha Hawks among others, are Mother Teresa and Cesar Chavez. Mother Teresa in Calcutta took care of the poorest of the poor, men and women literally starving to death, and of course she wasn't going to charge them anything for her care. Cesar Chavez, the same thing. And so we're called to follow our highest and noblest guides. Which brings me around to this podcast, The Three-Step Staircase to Teaching Heaven. So I finished the second edition, felt like something was really missing. And I thought about some teachers I've talked to recently, who are just like teachers we've been talking to for a quarter century. One particular teacher said to me, because I had just described in a Zoom the magic circle and the rules and all this, and she just said, I appreciate all this, but I can't get my kids to stop talking. The simplest thing. And another teacher, the great Andre Desatel, has teachers who are really using whole brain teaching to the best of their abilities, and they're still having kids rolling on the floor and crying several times a week and trashing the classroom. So when teachers come to us, we have the long answer. The long answer, step-by-step, step, on the website, illustrated with videos. But what's the short answer? Or as I am now saying, what is the ultimate answer? When all else fails, what can we do? And here it is. I've come to believe there's nothing more powerful than simple. So here are three steps that you would take to teaching heaven. All we're saying is 
you need to be using the alpha hawk wall, which means post pictures of your own and others weekly of people who live for others. That's the moral compass. That's the center of the whole brain teaching universe is living for others. And you've got to bring that into the classroom. And it can be religious or non-religious, imaginary characters or real characters. We've got to get kids thinking about what the goal is. The secondary goals, Rhonda, are reading and writing and math. But the primary goal is just to learn to be kinder. Rhonda, I got a feeling you're with me like a million percent on that, but let us hear from you. Absolutely. I mean, unfortunately, our kids are facing things that, you know, I never could have dreamed possible when I first started teaching. And so I think this, you're right, this alpha hawk wall, tying these people in to their lives that live for others and have them think about that. And for us as teachers, providing our own examples of an alpha hawk. And I think that is a valuable tool that we have. These kids need to know that kindness matters. And, you know, it's not all about them all the time that we need to be doing for others. And Alpha Hawk Wall is a great way of putting that into place. So before, Laura, you mount the three steps to teaching heaven, we want you to be using the Alpha Hawk Wall. And we want you to use Super Improver. We want you to reward for growth, not ability. And even Laura Forehand and my dear Rhonda Arl need to put their names on the wall. And they need to think about themselves as people who grow, as people who should grow, as people who can grow. So if we'll do two things, Laura, make the Alpha Hawk Wall alive mm -hmm. and find a place for ourselves in a game that rewards for improvement, we're ready for the three steps. Yeah, we are. What, what two things have to be in place here, Laura? Okay, so definitely that alpha hawk wall. That is a staple and place it strategically in your classroom so that your kids can see it and you can see it too because your pictures should be up there as well. Um, do talk about that alpha hawk wall weekly. Um, also, that super improver, um, giving out those stars for growth, not ability. And that includes the teacher. The teacher also needs to be on that on that super improver wall. Here we are, ladies. Step one. Every morning before entering school, focus on making your alpha hawk prouder. We've said make your alpha hawk proud. No. Growth is make your alpha hawk prouder. So I have, I have lots of Alpha Hawks. Everyone does. If you reflect, I will think about my first teacher, Harry Berger Jr., University of California at Santa Cruz. The most magnificent scholar and teacher I ever knew, except for my mother. And if every day I woke up and said, you know what? He lived in 94. He's passed away. I feel empty without him. If I said, you know what? I'm going to teach today in a way that would make Harry Berger Jr. prouder. I'm on the right track. It's a simple track. It's a narrow track. It's a clear track. I know him. I love him. I love that he lived for others. 
I'm going to do whatever it takes today to make him prouder. I will carry him in my imagination all day. That's step one. Rhonda, what is step one, my dear girl? Well, step one is every morning getting into that mindset of making your alpha hawk prouder and keeping him or her in mind all through your day. So you, it's in the front of your mind that you're making, trying to make him prouder all through the day. And that will hopefully frame up your day. Now, step two. Whenever you want to, as many times as you want to, no matter what's going on in class, you find a way to say, I'm going to teach today in a way that would make my alpha hawk prouder. And I'll let you know how I'm doing. And if I think I'm doing a good job, I'm going to give myself a super improver star. So you make public what your mission is. It's a public testimony. It's not private. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing. And no force on earth can keep me from doing it. Certainly not a gaggle of high energy kids. The statement again, I'm going to teach today as if my alpha hawk was right here and, and make him or her prouder. Later on, I'll tell you how I've done and give myself a super improver star. And I may tell you two or three times during the day how I've done. Laura, explain the announcement. Yeah, Go. so I'm announcing to our class, making that public declaration by saying, I'm going to teach in a way that makes my alpha hawk prouder and letting our students know that we're going to let them know, we're going to check in with them, let them know how we're doing. And if we feel like we've improved, then we award ourselves that super improver star to put on our card on the wall. And step three is obvious. Give yourself a super improver star when you've made your alpha hawk prouder. Now, Rhonda, here's the beauty of this. The more disruptive your class, the more challenging your class, the prouder you can make your alpha hawk by your response. So this is a stormy weather challenge. The stormier the storm, the more appropriate your actions and the greater your achievement. Talk about it, Rhonda. Well, I think on those days you're going to have to dig deep, but I think yeah. that it's important that you think about the more disruptive your class is that you're going to have to you know, try even harder to make that alpha hawk prouder of you. So you have to keep digging deep in order to make that happen. Yes. Laura, I'm going to use a word we hear on television a lot lately. The pivot. You know, people talk about during COVID, they had to pivot. Mm -hmm. 
Well, we are talking about the big pivot. Shift your focus and your energy mm. from teaching kids to teaching you. Shift from a class of 35 to a class of one. That's the big pivot. Merge with your alpha hawk spirit, mm. which is what you desperately need to do. It's the very, very, very best thing you could do in a time of trial. And leave a trail of stars. Mm. Three steps. Laura, one, focus on your alpha hawk in the morning. Two, during the day, let kids know and your colleagues what your goal is, what alpha hawk you're focusing on. And three, when you've done it, make it public. Give yourself a super improver star. Laura, three-step staircase to teaching heaven, which no one can keep you from mounting. Mm. Talk about it, Laura. Yeah, I love the whole shifting or pivoting in my perspective. So, you know, instead of being so hyper focused on what my kids are not doing right, right moment, you know, focusing on my my grandmother and and yes. merging with that spirit that is my grandmother and how how loving and present and um, just nurturing she was. And, and I feel like then you can like almost shift the energy in the room. Yep. Right. In your classroom. Laura, let me, let's take, you know, one of my favorite alpha hawks. So mother Teresa, you never have a good day in Calcutta. Mm -hmm. If you measure a good day, by how your patients are doing. Mm. They're dying. They're starving. Mm -hmm. They've got terrible diseases. Beginning of the day, middle of the day, end of the day. So far as your patients are concerned, you're not going to see success. But if you're walking with God's spirit, which is the whole point, mm -hmm. then You've made that big pivot and you're doing what you ought to do, which is taking the inheritance of this person who lived for others and moving it forward into the world. What a blessing. And listen, Laura, would you please listen to me? Let's stop crying about our jobs. Come on. We work indoors. <laughs> as rotten as our healthcare system is, we've got a healthcare system. We get to work with kids all day. No more complaining. When you, Laura, when you hear a colleague complain, will you just say, wah, wah, wah? <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah, coach. <laughs> with me? Laura, 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 listen you. to me. Laura, listen to me for Pete's sake. I'm We're climbing listening. a mountain, Laura. It's a magic mountain. Mm -hmm. We all have got our heavy, heavy packs. And the more you complain, my dear Laura and my dear Rhonda, the steeper the mountain becomes. So let's dry up our tears 
and get in there and live noble lives. What do you say, Rhonda? I like that perspective. The uh, more complaining, the steeper that mountain is. And we need to not have that mountain be so steep. And that will help both ourselves and our classroom. Now, carry the thought experiment forward. So you're giving yourself stars and be generous with those stars because your leaders are going to get nervous that you're catching them. That's what you want. And Laura, when they complain that you're catching up, you say, well, tomorrow morning, set your goals with me. Let us know what your goals are. Who's your alpha hawk? What are you going to do to make them proud? And let's talk down the line about who deserves a super improver star. Because here's the end game. What is the end game? The end game is that you will demonstrate for your kids the discipline and grit necessary for self-improvement. You want kids flying with their alpha hawks a flock of super improvers flying with their alpha hawks that's what you want and you do it by flying the way your alpha hawk taught you three-step staircase laura what do you say girl i really like this concept a lot coach um and i especially for me I get to school very early. And so this, this to me is like something I can do in the quietness of my classroom before yep. students and most teachers do get there before their students, you know, they're contracted too. So what a great way to kind of set your day. And I, I love how you said, do this, you know, multiple times a day, two, three times a day. Because, you know, when you're having one of those beloved rascal moments, you know, if we could just take a breath, use some of the strategies that, you know, you talked about in our self-care series podcast, um, you know, we can, I mean, what a difference we can make. Just, just take a deep breath and just reiterate, this is my goal. I'm planning to make my Alpha Hawk prouder today or prouder this afternoon than I even did this morning. I think it's important to model that. And I have never really thought about that before, but especially like the younger grades, they need to see how to think through that process and see it kind of in action. Rhonda, you are the only one that keeps those abstractions of living for others. You're the one who makes it concrete. Otherwise, it's just words. If we're not living it, they're not doing it. Absolutely. So the nice thing about the three-step staircase is we're going to live it. What a joy. Greatest profession on earth. Yes, definitely. Laura, listen to me. I know I'm, I'm listening, all, Coach. I know I'm all over your case today, Laura, but, you know, we have to give Rhonda a break sometime. <laughs> Laura, people out there, they think, oh, my son is a doctor. My daughter is a doctor. Doctors, 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 way up in the social stratosphere. I have a lot of respect for doctors. But Laura, if I break my arm, 
the best the doctor can do is to get me back to normal. Get me back to where I was. I've got a cold, fix the cold. I've got a this or that, give me some medication. A doctor's goal is to get you back to the status quo. Mm -hmm. That's not our goal in teaching. Right. Our goal in teaching is to make you better than you ever have dreamed of before. When a kid comes into class and doesn't know their alphabet, and doesn't know they can learn their alphabet, and mm -hmm. doesn't know the wonder of letters that make up words, which make up wondrous sentences, and in the course of a year, you make that transformation, as wonderful as doctors are, we are going to make you better than you ever have been before. So let's hear it for teachers. Would you mind saying a few things in praise of teachers, even if you have to say something about doctors? <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is a story that goes way back when my kids were in elementary school. And I would always, always, always do things for like all the teachers during teacher appreciation week because I thought so highly of them. But I would always tell them, that I could never do what you do. And then here I am, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm in the same profession. I, but I've always, you know, and I don't just say this because I am a teacher. I've always admired teachers. And now that I am one, I see, you know, the things that they do to help their kids grow from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, from Monday to Friday, from morning to afternoon, like just even in a day to see what they do to help their children grow more today than they did yesterday. And it really is, you know, one of the most noble professions out there. And, and I, even in that profession, do not take that lightly. And I also love what you said about doing that growth for our helping our students to achieve that growth, but also for ourselves. And here with what you have, we have that opportunity to not only help our students grow, but to help ourselves grow as well and improve. Beautiful. Well, ladies, that was it. The three-step staircase. We're not sure what lies in the future, but I'm glad I got this off my chest because I was burning to tell somebody and who better than Laura and Rhonda. Exactly. And we're so glad that you joined us today. Coach, you're always welcome. All you have to do is send one of us an email or a text and we will move heaven and earth to have you on the podcast. Oh, so great. just know that we appreciate all that you do to help teachers. I think we've made that very well known here today. Um, we want to encourage you, our listeners, to go to our website, www.wholebrainteaching.com for information about whole brain teaching. Some of this stuff you're only going to hear on the podcast because, it, like Coach said, he hasn't even shared that with anybody else. So um, be sure to check out Whole Brain Teaching Official Store for all free whole brain teaching resources. Yes, Coach. Um, we appreciate what you do for teachers. It's just been a pleasure once again. We want to thank you, our listeners, too, because we could not do what we do without you. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with all your teacher friends and administrators. We are extremely grateful for each and every one of you. So until next time, bye-bye.